forever. Dog. Welcome to Hillside Diet. Thanksgiving stinks. Being old is awesome. I believe twins should be separated at birth. The Bachelor is the perfect way to find love. Adults who like Disneyland are deeply unwell. Welcome back to Hills I Die On. Today we've got a fantastic guest in our midst. She's a hilarious and talented actor slash comedian slash writer. You've seen her in projects like Adam Ruins Everything and Comedy Bang Bang and a new feature film called Tone Deaf, among about 95,000 <laughs> other things, according to her IMDb. Stressful. Uh, she's hilarious and talented and wonderful for being here today. And I can't wait to help her die on a hill. Please welcome to the podcast, Haley Marie Norman. Hey. <laughs> Ooh, my voice kind of cracked. I kind of liked it. It was like, it, it like kind of intros a little bit what we're going to talk about. It was kind yes. of a hot voice. Oh, that was a hot voice? It was a little, yeah. I feel like, you know, when you is like this have. A hot voice? Yeah. Is this, yeah. Mine That's is too like, hot. That's too hot for that a podcast. Was, I'm sweating. <laughs> I can't be around said hot voice. Mine is like, oh, welcome. Oh, this couldn't be less hot, but I'm excited to have you. Um, uh, we are going to talk about hotness today, are oh, we not? Lord. I'm getting, and, I'm really getting hot just thinking about I, it. Oh, my tru- God. Truly. Tru- did you ever see that episode of Friends where Phoebe loses her voice and it's like, hot voice because it's like a little raspy I don't know if I saw that one but it made me realize like oh that is like that's it like I'm into the hot that's hot you're voice. into hot yes, voices I was like that's it like or or, or are we into like sick sounding people <laughs> like because it's like you kind of like raspy voice is like kind of also unwell voice right exactly but exactly there's something about but there's it. something hot about it yeah, yeah. who knows we I love never... sick people yeah <laughs> we love sickos um but we are here not to talk about hot voices today uh we are here to talk about hot people, hot people. and I'm excited to hear your hill would you mind telling us what the that hill is yes um well i'm just gonna go for it i'm gonna say it hot people are smart and funny (laughs) (laughs) i love that my comedy career is over after doing this podcast (laughs) why on that podcast to defend hot people because in comedy we love hating hot people we do i we but i don't think it's because we actually hate hot people i think it's because we're jealous we're of jealous hot of hot people okay right? okay yeah definitely <laughs> that, that being said that was a way nicer intro than uh so we were introduced by our lovely mutual friends yes <laughs> and chelsea devontas and chelsea texted me immediately being like yo you have to have my friend Haley on because she's talking asher's ear off about how like hot people are unfairly judged yes <laughs> and i was like amazing unfairly prejudice prejudiced there's there's, there's a prejudice against hot people and they need me to defend defend them (laughs) that's so kind i think you're doing the lord's work here yeah Uh, (laughs) some lords some very hot lords work here um first of all do you you are self-identified as a hottie okay i don't identify do you not okay i was like we gotta get this elephant on the room this is not supposed to be about me well it is i can't go on a podcast as a hot person defending hot people (laughs) i have to just be the neutral spokesperson for hot people i will say i've spent a lot of time around hot people okay Okay. that's my way into this This i've been around a lot of hot people this is veering into like sexual assault territory but like i I can't let you do this podcast without being like, you are a certifiable hottie defending the hotties. Like, you're not on here as some low life being like, I think they need me to represent them. It doesn't go hot 
both going down. You're right. <laughs> we're both going down for this podcast. Oh, uh, everything we both just said we're was done. So, I'm, so thanks for having us, comedy community. We're, we're out of here. Okay, well, you're very kind. Uh, my my way into it is singing. I've been, yes, like I said, I've been around a lot of hot people. And I've got big hair. I've got big, like, I'm someone who feels like I've been judged by my appearance before. Yes. So okay. Yeah. So, so, so I can relate on, on that you on can, that level. You can relate to the hotties. <laughs> got it. I can um, relate to before, hot we, before I get into hardcore debating this, okay. because let's be clear, people, I am not on her side right now. <laughs> <laughs> While we're trying to like climb my way up from going hotties low lives. <laughs> Climbing my way out of that hole, I do not agree with you. But okay. I am excited to hear your personal experience of why you feel like this is a thing. Okay. Okay. Well, because, well, first of all, it for sure is a thing. How many times have you heard, <laughs> oh, they can't be funny because they're hot? Or, oh, you when you talk to a hot person, you expect them to be stupid, right? I think, so I actually think the funny one is a different one than a smart. Okay. But I think, let's do smart first, because then I definitely want to get into funny. Okay. I think being, thinking hot people are dumb... I've seen it in terms of like models, right? Yes. Like I think when we like think of models and that career specifically, right. we're like models are dumb. But I think that's not just because they're hotties. I think it's because the career path requires they just stand there and be an aesthetic. And that's what we see from them, even though that's not the case. Here's my rebuttal. Yeah. I just had to stand Standing. up. I got so passionate. <laughs> I just stood up from the couch. Okay. <laughs> a little about me, Taylor. I'm taking a picture of you right <laughs> a little about me. <laughs> I started my career on a little show called Deal or No Deal, okay? As a model. As a model. Okay. But I am not hot, okay? You will not get me to admit any hotness on this show, okay? <laughs> I can't do that. I still want to have a freaking job after this. Okay. Okay. I started my career on Deal or No Deal while I was surrounded by models, okay? <laughs> Let me just name drop a few people. All okay? models and one casual. One of my favorite uh, models on the show was Meghan Markle. Okay. That's amazing. Who is, she went to Northwestern. Okay. Meghan yes. Markle is a very intelligent human being. Yes. Another girl on the show was a lawyer. You're, you're making my, my <laughs> case. But keep, okay, wait, great. But they're smart. Yes. Oh, wait. I thought that you were... <laughs> Wait. No, I'm saying they're not judged for being dumb. They're not I'm saying judged. they're defending oh. a thing that's like not even a real stereotype. But keep oh. going. But the, yes, the, Meghan oh, they're allowed to be dumb because they're hot. No. Wait, that's absolutely. You, okay, I want you guys to know I'm, I'm not saying that there's, up because that there's no prejudice against hot people and them being seen as dumb. So, so, but but please continue. Please, Meghan you Markle. You don't think hot. that everyone thinks hot people are dumb? No, there's actually like scientific studies that that hot people are seen as as m smarter, uh, more articulate, what? more yes, like like many of them. There's there's a psychological study called the. I mean, we can get You're into it. My mind. I know. Yeah. Well, first I want to hear the rest of yours, and then I'm gonna hit you with the hard facts. But tell me more about Meghan Markle on Deal or No Deal. Did you meet her? Yeah, she was one of my good friends on the show. What? Yes, we were like we were we were homegirls. Yeah, I posted photos of us together. We've had to wear bodycon lime green dresses together. Okay, so Meghan Markle and I have been 
through a lot. You, you've shared trauma. <laughs> We've shared trauma. Exactly. That's exactly. amazing. Yeah, she went to my eyebrow girl, too. She no was like, way. Megan was like, I love your eyebrows. Where do you go? And I gave her my eyebrow girl, who is to this day still my eyebrow girl. And they're good, and I might get that later because Thank now you. I want to go her to your Kimmy She actually just opened up her own salon called Cooch. So I'm giving her a shout out because amazing. she's like, single mom, woman of color, go get your eyebrows I'm done. done. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Love that okay, so but I still. think. I think that people think that hot people are or attractive people are stupid. This yes. just happened to me at a party. My friend just said about this guy, she was like, oh, he's so hot, but man, is he dumb. And she had maybe a half a half a second conversation with him. You don't think that people think that hot people are stupid? In that sentence alone, it sounded like they were saying it's a good thing he's hot because he's dumb. Because but not he's he dumb. is hot. Not he is dumb because he is hot. Oh, I don't man. know. I wasn't ready for this nuanced level of semantics I, sorry at 11 on a Sunday. <laughs> okay, I'll tell yeah. you as an actor, I've had to, like, every time that there's, like, an audition for, like, a hot person, it's usually always, like... Oh, and also she's dumb. Also, uh, yeah, she's sure, going to sure, be sure, on sure, her sure. phone the whole time. Also, every joke sure. is going to be about her Instagram. I do think that we, I do think that there is a little bit to what you're saying in terms of like, we don't want hot people to have more than they already have. Okay. And so I do think like there is a lot of like, and I think this is jealousy syndrome. Okay. I'm going to hit you with the hard facts. Okay, you ready okay, for this? Okay. I'm, I'm so <laughs> ready. Okay. So there is a psychology, like a, a, a large psychology known as the attractiveness okay. bias or a study that was done uh, that concluded what is known as the attractiveness bias. And what it basically says is that, wait for it. You've done your research. Uh, I love oh, this. Uh, so this is what this podcast is. It's me coming <laughs> at you. It's just like ridiculous facts. And you're like, shut up. I just have an opinion. Okay. So the attractiveness halo, which argues that basically the exact opposite of what you're saying, it's that hot people receive more attention from others, obviously more leniency in court. Uh, they're more likely to be recommended for a job, more likely to pre be promoted and less likely to be fired. They earn higher wages. They are seen more sociably uh, to be more sociable, friendly, warm, competent, intelligent and mentally adjusted than their less hot counterparts okay and it's true across cultures it's it's they are seen as more capable happier more more likely to be elected in leadership positions uh obviously get more dates are judged less harshly and are more easily forgiven hot people don't experience a negative bias oh my God. okay they, hold uh, on a second yes. taylor you're 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 ruining my life <laughs> You're rude. Okay. Do you think that applies more for men? Yes, I do. Okay. I, I, Thank I delve, you. I, and I will get into that too. I, I think for sure um, when I was reading this, I was a little bit like, oh, interesting. Because like, I, I do think we all can agree that hot people have like, m you know, more of a something where people are like, oh, I want them to like me. Like if you're attracted to someone, there's like that weirdness. Right. But on the other end of the spectrum, there's um, people are intimidated and oftentimes threatened by hot people. Right. Uh, there was a, one other study that I found in favor of your point, okay. which was basically that, and most of this was obviously for hot women, um, but it was that hot women who like wear makeup and are certifiably hot. Um, like, certifiably. Yes, certifiably. Like, let's just be clear here. Like, you are on a level of like, I, I would. Certify. I mean, like, sorry, again, sitting across from a certifiable hot, she's a card carrying hottie people. Like, it's just like, she has the, she has the paperwork. She's hiding it from us. Uh, it's just a real thing. But uh, that, uh, 
people <laughs> that hot women are seen to be less trustworthy and not less smart. And because okay. of that, people want to take down hot people by not wanting to be around them or not wanting to hire them or wanting to accuse them of being not hot. But it's not or it's not hot, excuse me, accuse them of being not smart. But right. it's not because they actually feel that way. It's because they are threatened by them. Wow, that's so yes. interesting. Because they also did this study again uh, with people with a group of people who identified as um, having low self-esteem, okay. people who identified as having fine self-esteem and people who identified who ha- as having like great self-esteem. And they found that that only existed among the low self-esteem group. People with high self-esteem did not judge hotties at all. Right. I mean, I don't think they... Of course, that makes sense. Because they were like, great, it can be, you know, you can yes. be, you're just another person. You can be smart or not smart or funny or not funny, but it isn't dependent on how I perceive you in relation to myself. Right, because they're right? like well-adjusted people. Yes. Yeah, I'm not around a lot of well-adjusted people. <laughs> I live in Los Angeles. Yeah, this is the comedy community. <laughs> this is all based on just like personal... comedy. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, I I just because I have found, you know, having having my foot, a toe in each world Uh that my friends who are like gorgeous always feel the need to overcompensate showing that they're nice. Uh They feel like they have to work harder to prove that they're smart um and then and then i have other friends who are just like constantly shitting on on hot people which is how really this conversation came up yes with yasser who was trying <laughs> to tell me that that uh hot people are not smart or funny to, to paraphrase but something around that <laughs> yes, way sir. something around that way but taking I, time, yasser, I, yeah. I always felt like that was the that was the notion that people thought if you were hot that you that that came with a level of uh-huh. being dumb yeah that's fascinating i mean i do think that like the conversation is obviously present yes also there's some sort of bias here Yasser is also an objectively hottie like what's happening i'm so the two hotties at a party talking about hotness is like pissing me off this is like the craziest like no we're biased against people think we can't be it feels like it feels like a reason i mean it's whatever like i there's so many other reasons for like all of this stuff but it is just hilarious to me that this conversation was coming up at a party between it It was was like Full conversation. <laughs> it wasn't right. like you I'm being like you Um, I do think one thing that you said um, that is super interesting was uh, equating like the smartness with the funniness of it all. And I did find um, another interesting study that I'm going to hit you with. Okay. So I found another study that said that we see people who are uh, attractive. So if you're a hot woman going out for a job, you are likely to get the job above someone who is less hot in a field that accepts women. However, if it is a field that is predominantly men, being a hot women, woman will actually work against you. Yes, so that I makes think sense. what you are seeing is not people struggling with hotties, but flagrant sexism. Yes. And it's that we are in an industry that has proven itself time and time again to be sexist and racist. Yes. And what you're facing is probably that and not a hot bias because when people look at a uh, a job that's predominantly male heavy it's hard for people to reframe their brains to be like well wait a minute this attractive woman can't be here this is a schluppy man this exactly. is improv this is a schluppy <laughs> man's world <laughs> just kidding um, and so that no, but was that's kind not of a joke. thing that's true. it is <laughs> Um, but I thought that was interesting. So I think we're coming yes. at this from not a universal standpoint, but from the standpoint of the entertainment industry, where yes. we are kind of 
judged. But I'm happy that you brought racism into it, too, because I think a race obviously plays a huge, huge, huge factor in it. Um, because so some, because I, 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 you know, obviously I was thinking about this and some of the hottest people I know are people of color, Uh but they are the ones that I feel like, uh, because we grew up in a world that considers like white people to be the most beautiful when you're like a person of color. And for me, I grew up in an all white environment. So I grew up feeling like. Uh, like everyone made fun of my hair because it was curly and they were like, oh, you look like you stuck your finger in a socket. So I feel like I feel like people of color that, that the world might now see as like hot still had to overcome a lot of different things because they didn't fit in into any pocket. Totally. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Or because we weren't we weren't raised thinking like, oh, I'm so beautiful because no one in magazines or on TV looked like us. Totally. You know? um, but to that, yes. you're kind of proving my point. <laughs> if you're like... <laughs> <laughs> a, a I was really trying. I, I phrased all that so bad because I was really, again, trying so hard not to self identify as a hot person. I yeah. cannot come on this podcast and be like, I think I'm hot and my life is hard. <laughs> I'm really trying to frame it a different way. Again, I will say this again. I say this in every episode where things start to get dicey. (laughs) This is a comedy podcast. It is a thought experiment that we are having. No one is trying to get canceled, no matter how hot they might be and how hard their hot lives might be. Yeah, what if I got canceled? We both get canceled. 100%. Because I'm like, like, I'm playing the troll, and everyone's like, you're like a thin white girl. You're you're fucking fine. fine. Just kidding. We're both fine. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. But I do think that there is a clear bias in that standpoint. But I do think it's um, it's less about the hotness levels and more about the fact that the world is a bad place. It's a terrible, terrible place. I did find a a kind of a hilarious tidbit. And it's that it's not just adults that like feel like this about each other. Uh, Children also judge hot adults. Wait, they do? (laughs) Yes. And children are more favorable toward hot adults. There was a study that was done where children were shown a bunch of pictures of like hot people or like just a whole spectrum of attractiveness levels and we're like uh who and uh, side note they didn't tell the kids this but they all happen to be politicians (sighs) and they were like who do you think would be the captain of the boat and they always picked the hot person and 80 percent of the time the kids were able to predict the presidential election no isn't that based crazy? on yeah. hotness and obviously that's how trump was elected because yeah, he's, he's so, so sexy hot. oh my god <laughs> no, such just, a crush on him. like i mean i think that's something we can all agree <laughs> people don't like trump because he's so hot <laughs> exactly we're all jealous uh, it's all just jealousy um no but isn't that crazy town i was like oh that's so fucked yeah. up we all have broken brains from we the do. beginning of time from the beginning from the very beginning that part was fascinating to me because i feel like you know internalized like prejudice yeah comes from like external factors exactly but this one feels like a little bit more nature centric a little bit more nature centric yeah because they they say that with like racism and stuff no kid is born racist it's all things on the outside yeah but determining whether someone is hot yes <laughs> hot and hot is not a protected class i guess not yeah. you know, right like, <laughs> like sorry while we're on the topic of, while we're defending them you know well that's why you're here to, yeah. to, to offer up i'm doing a really bad job i'm so sorry hot people you're doing it. <laughs> 
I'm so sorry to all my hot friends I came here to defend. And now we're having a real tough time doing it. Um, no, oh, I do. Lord. I do think there is a level um, on your team for yes. this one of uh, hotness as it comes down to the comedy community uh, and how we perceive people in like the writers' room, uh, especially women. Yes. Um, and I've talked to a lot of friends in the writers' room, a lot of female friends, uh, and we've had the conversation about like how we dress or yes. how we. Um, you know, how we want to portray ourselves. Absolutely. And oftentimes, you know, like there is this bias that like hot women can't be funny that we are faced with and or or they aren't trustworthy or we don't see them as, you know, the type of person that should be in this male dominated community. Yeah. And because of it, like a lot of the women that I know who are amazing, hot, wonderful people uh, try to sort of like... <laughs> ugly themselves down or like try to dress more masculine I mean I think it goes it's in politics too I think that's where the power suit came from right it's trying to be like I look masculine I might be a woman but like look past that I can also exist in a man's world um but is that something you've noticed as well yeah of course all my friends in comedy like it's always like okay I gotta wear I gotta wear this I have to hide that I have a chest or this or that or if someone um does dress kind of sexy on stage or wears what they want to wear where I hear other people and other women talking about it mm-hmm. being like yeah well that set didn't go well because like look what she's wearing which is like absolutely Ugh. horrible so yeah there is this idea that we have to hide our bodies mm-hmm. and we have to dress in a different way um yeah and that's it sucks. Sad. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. It you really guys. does suck. There, there's a. Oh, I wish I knew which comedian did this. I just saw um, a comedian do a set where she was talking about how like a lot of her internet comments are either like she's hot. Uh, but she's not funny or she's funny, but I wouldn't fuck her. Right. And there's always a connection between the two. Yes. Yeah. Well, because there's, there's this idea that like hot people have never been through anything in their entire life that like, if you're attractive, your whole life has been easy. And that's not true either. Yes. You know what I mean? Well, like, of course not. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. But I think people really do think that they think that if you, if you, if you're an attractive person, you grew up in like a beautiful home, you were accepted in your hometown mm-hmm. and now your life is going swimmingly. Yes. You I, know? Uh, yes. And I mean, to a degree, like I, I think these studies prove that if you had the same upbringing as somebody who is slightly less attractive, it might've been a little easier, but that does yeah. not mean that conventionally hot people have not struggled or, parents. Yes, or suffered any adversity or loss in their right. lifetime it's crazy again i think it comes from insecurities from the other human beings absolutely so yep. how do we get our comedy <laughs> communities to be filled with well-adjusted people <laughs> would comedy exist oh if we were all my therapist for all of them to call right yeah, now honestly yes uh, i know a lot of people in comedy that go to therapy do you a hundred oh you know so this is fun i don't know if i've said this on the podcast before but the Writers Guild had to change their insurance policy because writers were using their therapy insurance 300% more Ugh. than any other industry. That's and we were bankrupting our guild. Oh my God. But isn't that like great news? Yes. That's so exciting. I know. We all need to be in therapy. 110%. Yes. Oh, it's, I mean, I talk about Kelly, my therapist on this podcast, and in life more than I talk about like any of my close no, friends. No, our therapists are like the most important people. 
people like, in the am world. Am I allowed to invite my therapist to my wedding? Is that a thing that's I happening? I invited mine. <laughs> Did you really? Okay. I've got two therapists. I've got come? my own personal therapist, and then my husband and I have a couples therapist who started just actually as my therapist, and we uh, invited her. And she RSVP'd yes, and then she ended up like getting a guest and couldn't come. I think at the very last <sighs> minute she might have gotten cold toes, but. She gave us a $200 wedding gift, our therapist. That's like, that's a, that's like a really nice wedding gift. You are friends with your therapist. I'm friends with my therapist. And I am so jealous. I was mad at my husband the other day and she talked to me on the phone for like an hour. I honestly think I need to get engaged so I can test my therapist now. Like if there ever was a reason to get married, it would be to test the loyalty and friendship levels of my (laughs) therapist. I am going to bring it up casually in the next sessions. I'm going to be like, well, when my friend's therapist is at a wedding on and just like, just like as if it was just like completely in passing. I mean, she was spending the gift card for $200 that she got from her therapist. And then moving forward, uh, this is amazing. And our wedding was in Big Sur. And she was going to drive all that long way and play on a whole weekend trip around it oh so yeah so yeah i'm friends with my therapist i hate that she didn't come i would have wanted to know like what did she wear what table were you gonna put her at so cute my therapist dresses so (sighs) cute this is amazing this is amazing she's really cute so is your therapist hot my yes yes and do you think they're smart and there's and they're both so hot and they're smart hotties (laughs) they're smart i rest my case (laughs) you are trusting your mental health with a smart hottie you don't actually believe this is actually no this is actually really refreshing for me to to realize that i that people uh actually think that hot people are competent because i i don't know i guess i've just been thinking for so long that people think that if a certain level if you're a certain level of a of you know Uh hotness then you are not competent by the way guys i can't not put sentences together right now because i'm stupid (laughs) it's because it's 11 on a sunday it's 11 a.m on a sunday (laughs) and i'm like throwing psychology today articles at you i'm so sorry i should have warned you that this is what was to come there's one from forbes one from psychology today i I should do a better job of plugging where i find my sources Uh, one was like a rutgers university study um it's yeah if anyone wants to know specifically what articles i'm dm me and i'll shoot you the facts <laughs> but, send them all to me um, too i yeah, want to read this i mean obviously i do know that things come things can come easier to people yeah. who are trying like i've read uh i've read studies about like just being like helped in general like anytime you go to a store and you need help if mm-hmm. you're if you look better that day whatever you yeah. you know people you'll, are you'll more help. likely yeah. to help you yeah. yeah i found it the most upsetting in terms of the like job stuff of being like oh you are like if you go in for an interviews like i'm now i'm now basically what i'm gonna do with this research is anytime i don't get a job i'm gonna assume i lost <laughs> I it to hot. a hottie no i'm I gonna was, assume i wasn't hot I was enough <laughs> I'm going to be like, well, obviously it had nothing to do with like my script or my personality. They gave the job to a hottie and that was it. And I'm not going to look up who the person was. And I'm just going to assume that that was, that will be, (laughs) that will be my level of self-preservation moving forward. Well, as an actor, that probably really is what happens to me every time I don't get a job. I lose it to someone hotter. That's crazy, Tom. (sighs) It it is true that with acting, it's like bananas, how much it's like, you know, being in the room now and finally getting the chance to like go through people's reels or see auditions and it'll is everyone gorgeous no but also (laughs) it's a comedy (laughs) (laughs) it's still i mean and it does like looks play an absolute role in it i mean it, it not necessarily in terms of 
hotness that I'm aware of, but like certainly in terms of like, you know, if somebody wore glasses on a day where like we pictured that person being a nerdy person in glasses, that was a smart thing for them to do because now we're like, oh, they look the part. Yeah. So like, I mean, I would be lying if I said it didn't, you know, the looks in general don't play a role in who gets cast. It's like the biggest part of it. Yeah. It's crazy. It's uh, man. No wonder we're all like a little broken. No wonder we're having conversations at parties about our hotness levels because (laughs) (laughs) because maybe we are being slightly more judged than I thought. I do think there's like a level of we oftentimes feel like people who are hotter than us, like we are threatened by them on a biological level, right? right? Because like history has shown that like, if you look like a healthy, hot person, you're going to be the more reproductive partner. Exactly. You're, you're viral. Is that y- the word? You're vir- viral. You know that word? Does that V-I-R-I-L-E. mean like... Yeah, it's like you're potent. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's great. Like you're like, you're ready to, to procreate. Exactly. Like you're, yeah, you're uh, great. Um, and I think we look at that and are jealous by it and then are like, oh, don't be as funny as me. It's all I have. Right? right like it's like and i'm sure we do this too like if we you know to a degree like if somebody goes on stage and is like looks like they're you know super pretty and just came out or like super preppy like and just came out of something and then end up being funny it's like hmm. it's like <laughs> Damn. yeah it's it is like a you're little hot soul and funny you get to have it all Ugh. and it's because we don't want them to and not because they can't be right 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 insecurities yeah. we got to talk to our hot therapist about this i know Kelly's a babe we really too. do well, <laughs> we really do yeah because i'm thinking now like a lot of my friends who are super gorgeous like I feel they're my friends so I feel comfortable around them but when I am when I am introduced to like a new hot person yeah there is that feeling of like oh fuck this person is like fucking gorgeous yes you know a hundred percent what are you doing here? it's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's like harder to be yourself Get around out of my hot life. people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, do you feel like people do that to you? I don't listen. I don't know what the <laughs> hell people do to me. I, my experience is so weird, just because I grew up in such a white environment, yeah, and I have like totally. big, crazy, curly hair. And I was talking about it with one of my friends the other day, who's another woman of color. Where we're like, oh, Hollywood finally realized that like women of color are beautiful. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. It took a it, it, it took a long time. So I think being an actor and being an actor of color, like, has definitely shaped my personal perspective. And 100%. I don't want to say self-worth because I don't want to give it that much credit. But, totally. like, you know, there's a reason why I have two therapists. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. It's like, you got to work on your self-worth, I think, in every totally. in every aspect of this industry. Also, I think having two therapists is the best thing ever. Oh, my God, uh, it's also, amazing. Also, was only one of your therapists invited to the wedding? Only one was, but because the other one has such strict boundaries. Like the other one is, she's got strict boundaries. Got she it. was also newer, so I wouldn't have felt comfortable. But like okay, my other okay. therapist, the one we invited to the wedding, every time we leave her office, we like hug her. Like we love her. You know yes. what I mean? My other therapist, I want to hug her, but I don't. I like don't hug her. Like yeah, she's yeah. got strict boundaries. And every time I leave her office, when I, you know there's a little bench outside, I always see like a writer or a comedian or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, what you're saying about like the WGA does make sense because yeah. it's like every time I'm coming and going, it's like oh that's my friend who writes on this show. I that's know amazing. You went to this <laughs> You've just like recognized people. Also, she's like a therapist <laughs> to the comedy stars. That's kind of amazing. I like no, love she's that actually as a not. Brand. But there is a therapist to the comedy stars. I haven't found out who this woman is. is, but there's a 
therapist that like every comedian, a lot of comedians go to. See, that is interesting yeah. to me. So I have a therapist that I share with a lot of friends, okay. which is so inappropriate because the conflict of interest is just like crazy. Yeah. And like, thankfully we haven't complained about each other a lot, but I will use it to like economize my time. So I will be like, <laughs> you know, like I'll be like, so Alex already told you the story and she'll look at me like, you know, I can't tell you that. And I'll like wink at her. I'm like, okay, save in 20 minutes <laughs> moving forward. Like, I'm like, this is, I only get 50 minutes and I'm paying a lot for the session. I'm going to get a bang for my buck. Oh my God. That's but amazing. I feel like all the comedians, especially who are like doing well, know each other. Yes, exactly. So there's overlap in like their social sphere yes. in their, in sharing a hundred percent. And there's also overlap in like the jobs they're going out for. So it feels like almost unhealthy in for everything. this person to see all of all them. Of, yeah. My right? friends and I all went to the same gynecologist for a while. <laughs> so different. So different. Because they're not looking at your vagina and being like, oh, I saw somebody else's vagina and this now affects how I treat you. So right? Yeah, or like yeah if I, it's a totally if different thing. I just needed to say that because I thought it was so cool. It is amazing. It made me so excited. I was it's, like, we all have the same gynecologist. It's like yeah, empowering. Yeah, it is weird. With, I had a friend, a friend referred me to my um, therapist. Uh-huh. And, but she didn't go to, to, to this therapist and I think she had gone like one time but I think if she like went regularly I would be like that just feels too weird you know totally. I want to feel totally comfortable in my therapist yeah, office yeah 100% yeah yeah so no one that I know that goes to her is like close enough that I'm talking about them in my session right yeah, yeah. that's I mean I think that's how that's boundaries baby that <laughs> is that's... boundaries baby oh I was gonna say so have you always been an actor like is this oh my god yes how disgusting is that I grew up in Los Angeles no and I knew from age <laughs> seven I think I was in SAG by the time I was like seven years old or something like I knew exactly what I wanted to do this is the only thing I've ever wanted to do that's but I, did, I didn't come from a family that did this yeah. you know no. I just did it on my own and decided I wanted to do it but it's the only thing I've ever done it's so gross but that's amazing but I also think that probably has shaped how much you think about how looks play a role in your upbringing and oh your life God. right I'm standing up again you're right that's so deep I've never <laughs> known a world where what I look like didn't matter shit oh my god i need a third therapist oh my god God, no that's so oh my god that's so deep you're right i've never i'm losing my shit i've never lived a life where what i looked like didn't matter whether it was good whether it was bad whether it was too tall too short to whatever well in in a professional setting in a professional setting yeah so it makes sense that you think an awful lot about how and i think we all subconsciously do it to a degree clearly based on all these ridiculous studies but um yeah anyway just thought that was an interesting thought experiment (laughs) i'm disgusted (laughs) why it's just we're just it's all a thought experiment we're all just avid but oh did you see that thing in 2016 Charlize Theron uh told GQ the same thing that you're saying where she was like hot people are judged for being hot and she said uh basically she was quoted saying how many roles are out there for the gorgeous fucking gown wearing eight foot model when meaty roles come through I've been in the room and pretty people get turned away first wow and I thought that was interesting and people of course like went to town being like shut up exactly like you're a hot tall white woman like what adversity could you possibly be facing but that's when the study came up about um how in our industry like we we assume that the funny people are 
less attractive and we see that for ourselves um so I, there was something to Charlize's and look what she had to outcry. do I know that's what I don't want I don't want to come off like Charlize Theron <laughs> on this whole podcast okay I'm sorry that's not what I'm going for I know um but look what she had to do for Monster yeah right totally totally changed the way she looked to be taken seriously in a different in a different way yeah it's it's real and it's crazy yeah yeah <laughs> anyway that's just it wanted to so share that real. one with it you. is so crazy <laughs> i mean it's clear there's a bias we all have to look at people oh i found this one kind of fun too i um, think the biggest part that you said i think the most important part sorry not to cut you no. off but it's like about well-adjusted well-adjusted people in the way that we that we handle these people like when i said when i meet someone that's like super attractive i can acknowledge that like first feeling of like oh my god this woman i'm talking to is like so gorgeous and then i can just be like okay cool i'm She's so gorgeous. Yeah. Let's do what we're here to do or but whatever. But because of that, you accidentally, like I don't think intentionally, treat them a little differently, right? It's like, oh, hi, you're hot. Like, right. it's like, you know what I mean? Right. It's so it's it's real in that standpoint oh my god i'm gonna be thinking about this for so much so longer glad. i really I, lo I love this hill with all my heart and soul <laughs> um i found uh this is another i just found all these like crazy things that made me laugh uh there was an article that said during the first presidential debate between nixon and kennedy uh there the attractiveness bias was like very present um because nixon was at the time sick and looked awful <laughs> and kennedy like wore bright colors and makeup and like looked Looked super hot, I guess. And I would love to look a pic. I did not look at pictures of them. I should do that. Oh, I'll post I so them. Want to see um, but apparently, they both did great during the debate, despite the fact that Nixon looked sick and Kennedy looked like a babe. Uh, but people who listened on the to the debate on the radio uh, thought that Nixon was the clear winner of the debate, no. and then people who watched it on TV thought that the majority thought Kennedy had won the debate. That's incredible. Isn't that so fascinating? That's so fascinating. And it like true. And it's just like the only that was the only that difference was so the visual sense. yeah right yeah yeah it makes so much sense so i mean so i guess they thought the hottie was smarter on the tv also does nixon have a sexy voice oh great <laughs> how hot is that voice though i need to know voice hotness is real yeah okay? that's real would you guys be listening to my podcast more if my voice was hotter do i need to go <laughs> hi welcome to hell's Day <laughs> i'm so excited to have you here <laughs> Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Like, please i'll do anything <laughs> <laughs> smash that five stars i'll do whatever it takes <laughs> oh that was hot. Oh, thank you so Ooh. much if i'm blushing if you could see how red i was just you from trying blushing. to sound hot it's like painful for me to attempt you did a great um, job thank you so very much for that it's honestly you guys at the end of the day <laughs> <laughs> Can we all just be nicer to each other? Oh, come on. Give each yes. other the benefit of the doubt. Try not to be a dick. Try to be aware of our internalized uh, sexism, sexism, racism, yes. hot bias. <laughs> all of it. Am I right? All of it. <laughs> and then we wouldn't have to go to parties and spend our time. Talking about hot people. <laughs> they don't deserve this it. This was a 25 time. minute conversation Yasser and I had. Oh, it was <laughs> so long. What was Yasser arguing? The, that hot people are not smart or funny, I think. I don't want to put. Should I don't want to call put, him? Yeah, just call him right now. Okay. I wonder I'm if really he knows curious. that I'm doing this podcast. Well, they, he must because yeah, because Chelsea was the one who like called me immediately and was like, yo, this conversation's amazing. You have to hear it. Okay, good. Because um, yeah, I don't want to be putting words in his mouth, but our debate was more like he was like smart people are not hard or, hard or funny and I was coming from the other way. <laughs> 
I wasn't expecting it from your anger, girl. You crushed this shit. No. <laughs> You're a great podcast host. You opened my eyes. You're hilarious. I'm calling. Okay, I'm calling Yasser right now. Okay. He might not answer. I'm I'm so curious because I feel like there's no way he's saying hot people aren't funny. Is he, he really did. <sighs> Wait. Text him or you try calling him. Let's see. He might answer because you're hotter. <laughs> Hi, Yasser. <laughs> hey, Yasser. Uh, it's Taylor, uh, and I'm here with uh, Haley doing the podcast about hot people. We're having a conversation about your conversation that you guys had at a party. Call me back when you get this. Uh, we need some insight. Bye. I'm texting Chelsea to say tell Yasser to answer his phone. <laughs> Amazing. I know they're just hanging around. They they're went to a party last night. 100% just hanging around. They're um, hanging around. <laughs> We need them on this pod. We really do need them. Did Chelsea have any input other than just texting me being like, oh, God, I, this needs to be broadcast? Yeah, I think that was, I think she was just like. Trying to be Switzerland. Exactly. <laughs> That's yeah, completely yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yasser right, and I well, were, were passionate enough for everyone at that party. I'm turning my volume up just in case he calls us back. But if he doesn't, okay. then we're just going to misquote him and he can defend himself on Twitter. He, he loves yeah, doing that he's anyway. Gonna have to, he's going to um, have to do that. So this was another weird thing that the internet was going off about is okay. that there's a difference between beautiful and being beautiful and being hot. Yes. And that the bias exists more for hot people, whereas beautiful people we think are like more accessible. But right. if you're like a hottie, I don't and I don't really know the difference. But I guess like okay, because beautiful is like timeless and classic. That, right? Yes, I think that's what the de the definition of that would be. So like like a beauty that's like more of like, and I feel like it's more of just like a softer beauty. Whereas right. if you're like a sharp hottie, we're more threatened by you. Because I feel like beautiful is maybe just um like a kind of a, a new like a neutral state. But if you're if the the hotness, I think is like you've got. You've got the bod showing, you know yes. what I mean? You've got the 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 uh, the freaking contoured face. Yes, the makeup makes a huge difference. Yeah, you've yeah. got the makeup. You've got the freaking Rihanna nails. You yeah. know what I mean? Like maybe hotness is like something that you can kind of like put on a little bit. Yeah. Oh, you're so right. Am I right? Yeah, I think so. Well, because there was also an article that said we trust women less who, who wear a lot of makeup. Yeah. Weirdly enough. And it's because and it's not because we don't think they look great. I don't know. Maybe it is a little uncanny valley where it's like, oh, you are like you're presenting as more of a person. I don't know. But I think it is fascinating that it's like we see it as a threat. Yeah, you're right. Hotness is maybe more threatening than just like classic beauty. Right. Yeah. I don't oh, know why. Shit. This know. is so layered. <laughs> yeah, there is something about being because it's so in your face. Yes. Right. It's so in it's your like face. It's like striking hotness is like, oh my God. It's like, oh wow. Yeah. And you're like, what is this hot person going to do totally. right now? Well, and I think there's also a level of like, you have a choice of what you put on your body and like what you put on your face. And if you are choosing to present as like, and I feel like in this case, it, hot would be equivalent to like sexual. Yes. Then you come across as like our stereotype of like, I am a sexual being. I'm going to steal your man. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, but I didn't want to say it. Yes. happy you did. I mean, yeah, like, you guys, this is a thought experiment. Yeah. yeah. Like, and so it's like, it's the threat that you are going to lose your partner or whatever it is to, oh my God. To a body contrast. Wait a second. Okay. There is also this, um, I'm the worst. I'm just going to keep throwing weird anecdotes at you and you no, can just tell it. me to shut up at any point. But 
there was a Supreme Court case in 2013 uh, where a dental assistant was fired by the dentist for being too hot. <gasps> and the dentist flat out said it's distracting. And he had to <sighs> fire her because he went when he went home, he was talking about uh, his sexual history uh, with his wife, like or his how he was talking about, like how distracting it was to his wife, which caused his wife to believe that she was a big threat to their marriage. And the Supreme Court ruled that it was like, OK, that he no, fired. That's her. so sad. See, that's I why know. Yeah, we've said it and I'm just going to say it again. I think the hotness factor for men and women is obviously two very different things. Totally. I think men get rewarded for being attractive, like hot, yeah. attractive, yeah. beautiful men and women lose their damn dental hygiene assistant job. <laughs> You're either John Ham or the dental assistant. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah. And there's, there's nothing in between. No in between. <laughs> Take us down. That's the hill I'll die on. Just kidding. Um, what did you say before that there was no in between? There was hot people and uh, <laughs> low lights. <laughs> you guys, I. I'm acknowledging as well during this podcast that I too have a clear internalized bias that came out almost hot out the gates. I came out with that one. Look how loaded the subject is. We both it's are loaded. feeling so many things. My yeah. mind is spinning. Yeah. You know, I'm, I've got so many emotions. This is a loaded, it's a loaded, loaded conversation. conversation. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I think you've done a truly wonderful job of dying on this hill. How are you feeling? I feel totally dead, decimated <laughs> in a, in a, in a different realm now. Um, oh, oh wait, there's just what, okay. Can oh, I yes. just say one thing? Okay. Please. There's like, I, I feel like this is exclusively when it comes to like the entertainment industry and TV shows and stuff, but it, don't you find it hard? Like, it's like the lead has to be like the hot person. Like it, it's hard to come in as like another, like the friend or the whatever. And then it's like, oh, but you're, you're too attractive. Like I, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Typecasting like, is so The guy's real. already cast and it's like a comedy. So it's like, you know, a schlubby guy. And then it's like, but would this girl date this guy? And that stuff that I, hate too because i have dated some people that would no one would think they were attractive except for me you know to what I mean? totally like, totally my standards have been historically low totally. and i am proud of them no. um, <laughs> and it's like and i also think that's stupid that like that people think you can only date within a certain level of 100%. hotness for, and, for women and the, exactly yes oh oh my god you're right just more sex than you're right yeah uh and that and that also there's only like don't you think that they, there's only like certain they they act like there's only certain roles you can play. Oh, like, typecasting is very real. I would absolutely like never I was just argue up for that a you're. Marine, and yeah. I was so excited. I was like, I'm on hold to play a marine. That's amazing. I didn't get it because I was too hot. No, <laughs> I finally admitted it at the end of this uh, podcast. No, I'm kidding. That. I don't think I'm a hot I, person. Uh, you okay? Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say, we'll have the internet chat. Um, is our time like up? Has it been no, up? No, no. Okay, because I just want to say no. one more thing. Scar did you re hear that interview with Scarlett Johansson? She just kind of came for. Okay, well, first of all, let's just 
Okay, Scarlett, we, she's done a lot of things that are, yeah. okay, you know, she yeah. is playing Asian people. She wanted to play oh, that Scarlett. trans person and defended, yeah. you know, the whole Woody Allen thing. I don't know, but. There's countless. There's countless things. So now I feel like the stupid one that I'm going to quote her. But she did just do like this roundtable interview where she talked about how her whole career, like the whole beginning part of her career, she was like forced to be like sexualized and to be this like ingenue that she didn't want to be. And that now she feels like because times have changed, she's able to finally like break out of that and yeah. do roles that she really wants to do. I don't know. She's also like the third highest bid actor. <laughs> totally. Of all time or so something. you're like, wait, that's okay. I mean, yeah. sure. Okay. It's, yeah. I'm like, I have a tough time. I, I feel like right now I'm like, my skin's crawling just cause I'm like, Scarlett, you're Scarlett yeah. Johansson. It's, it's, yeah. I think it's why people yelled at Shirley, Shirley's during this. Cause it's like, even that, that may be true. Like, and it may be true. And there's like so much, you know, there's also ageism, which we haven't gotten to yes. at all in uh. terms of how we, and especially with women and how, you know, at 40 we're expecting to just walk into the ocean especially in this exactly. career yeah, and there's dead. no other option for you um so i feel like things like that it makes sense to me and it's not wrong but it's also our instinct is to roll our eyes because we're like you're also a famous actor who gets to do a lot exactly. of stuff but that goes back to being like how people don't have problems uh, right. so now well, it's, I like, the it's about that the individual acknowledging their privilege yeah. like if it's yes. like okay yes. I understand that I'm Scarlett Johansson. I yes. it was uncomfortable for me that the beginning of my or like Megan Fox. Totally. I heard the same thing. Like apparently she's got some strong feelings about how she was so sexualized, like, sexualized. especially as a child. I'm sure and so young. Yeah, and the time like just so much has changed like so fast. Yeah, but yeah, I think you can't you you have to also acknowledge yeah that like okay I'm lucky I I understand that I have a certain privilege or whatever yes, totally yeah that's and and it's but it's also true that like no matter how hot you are is you are sexism is also a huge yeah. thing you know what I mean so yeah spe- so they are still faced with that as well yeah like I would be curious to see even when it comes to like how people are dm'd on dating apps right like if someone's like conventionally attractive are we gonna lead like with like a kinder message oh versus, instead of like a dick pic yeah you and know, by that we I mean men so mostly fascinating. yeah <laughs> Which I know yeah, is problematic. Men, yeah, call in. I wish this was a call in hotline. <laughs> I mean, we tried. We tried yeah. to make it a call in hotline to no avail today, people. I would love to know. Yeah, exactly. We yeah. tried. I would love to know the answer to that. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I just feel like there's some. There's got to be something to I that. I feel like maybe just in general, a lot of men don't respect women. Just yes, <laughs> yes. And we're gonna be nicer to the ones we want to fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess so. A fake nice until you realize they won't fuck you. Yeah, and then or until oops, you fuck them, and that yes. So it's really just the conquest, and then, and, then they, and then doesn't matter what you look like, and then you unfriend them. Yeah. Oh, you guys, uh, uh, people be better. <laughs> uh, I think that's what this comes down to. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling? I do feel like I died on this hill, but it was like a worthy death. Uh, yeah, you I, know I what totally. I, mean? I didn't die in vain because like I opened hearts and minds yeah. on this podcast. Yeah, I hear heard of that. <laughs> Um, I truly think you've done a wonderful job. Uh, I love this hill. Uh, Beautiful conversation. Uh, Thank you so much for doing it. And if you're comfy, I'm going to read you your eulogy. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. We've gathered here today to say goodbye to Haley Marie Norman, who died on the hill of it's hard to be a hot person. (laughs) (laughs) Slash hot people are not dumb. Slash uh, we're here to defend hot people. (laughs) 
She is survived by her many, many, many projects, including the film Tone Deaf uh, and an untitled project formerly known as Scroll Wheel of Time coming out on Echo in 2020. You can follow her legacy on Instagram at Haley Marie Norman. That's H-A-Y-L-E-Y for Haley. And on Twitter at XO Haley Marie. Uh, thank you, Haley, for your time here on this earth and on this podcast and for sharing your uh, beautiful, your hot last words with us today. <laughs> May you rest in peace. <laughs> thank you. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Hills I Die On. If you're enjoying the podcast, feel free to rate it on Apple Podcasts and leave a comment letting me know what you like most. You can also reach out to me on Twitter at by Taylor Cox. I am always happy to hear thoughts or feelings or compliments or, of course, any hills you guys might be willing to die on yourselves. Thanks again for listening and hope to see you next week. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.